relationship could be for you. There are times you might feel you're being led on. You would rather be by yourself than be taken for granted. Sometimes it's hard to see the red flags because you are in love. Maybe everyone around you notices it, but you don't. You don't realize until after, afterward, and you feel awful for not noticing it in the first place. Love can make us do funny things, even if it's not intentional. Sometimes it's God's way of giving you a sign, should you stay or should you go. been kicked out of someone's life four times at age 18 and then another two times you felt like you were walking on eggshells the only person you could rely on was your dad and his family he was the only person there for you the both of you had a tight bond the only relationship you had that never went sour with your dad and his family you never you were never the perfect child but being removed But you remove this person because they try to control every aspect of your life. They didn't, and if you didn't go with the plan that they had for you, they would remove you from their life. And they had nothing to do with you. They only came back when it was convenient, and you were tired of walking to eggshells, so you removed them completely. It was very... It was a very painful decision to make because they're your mother, but at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you. When people cry from unmarked numbers, it's usually someone you don't know, spam, or the doctor's office. When you're in a meeting and your phone goes off, you are in the middle of taking a test, you thought your phone was on silent. Or you, know, or you thought your notifications were turned off and somehow notifications still gets through. Most of the time, the unmarked numbers are important, while other times, not so much. It just depends on the situation and what's going on during that time. When you quickly forgive someone, it's not that you forgot what they did to you. You choose to live your life in peace while everyone else wants to live their life in chaos. Removing people who are part of your life isn't something that is bad. Sometimes you have to put yourself first. You have to put your health first. Removing the toxicity is the best way to be. Quickly forgiven It's not forgetting what they did, but you choose to have peace instead of drama. wasn't doing to gain something. I always wrote my emotions into how I saw the situation, what I learned, and how something I would never forget. A lot of people would tell me I'm wise for my age, but I didn't act like my age. It's because I went through a lot as a child. At a very young age, I learned how to be an adult. I learned how to defend for myself. I missed most of my childhood because of this. I never had many friends. I was bullied throughout all my years. I never let it phase me. When I do things, when I do things, I do them for a reason. These empty pockets remained emptied. I would never do anything to gain something from it because I refused to be that way.
always felt like I was the anti-hero. I was always the problem. I think that came from the back and forth with my mom and how every situation was my fault. But how being put into an orphanage for a year as well. What screwed me up forever was knowing that I was always the problem, the problem child. That's how my mom saw me. I did make mistakes. I wasn't innocent. But I always felt like I, I could never do anything right by her. We did have good moments. I could never say that there never was. But most moments we had, I wish never happened. reunion to, to me seemed pointless. All of us have moved on with our lives. It's like bringing back the past. Bringing back the memories you would rather forget than remember. I'm thankful for my past. I have learned a lot and I've grown, but I don't need a reminder of my mistakes. I had good moments. Even in the bad moments, there is still good. We just have to find it. The class reunion for me will never happen. I'm thankful for everyone, for all the support, but I want to continue moving forward, not backwards. I have been writing diaries since I was seven years old. Home alone by myself. I would get home from school and do my homework and spend countless of hours listening to music, singing, and writing. Every diary has a has a different age because it's what I experienced during that age. Going through the old diaries I have written, I really haven't changed that much except for changing numbers and encountering new things. I would write at home, on the bus, in the cafeteria or library, or when I had a break. I never stopped writing. That's how much I loved it. treasures are looking back on the memories you cherish. Putting every motion of a certain day or event into words shows how much thought you put into it. I remember sitting there at my high school graduation. They were going row by row and it was my turn to lead my row to the stage. They called my name and every single person stood up and clapped for me. I never expected this. It caught me off guard. I remember the principal telling me to smile. I mean, I was red in the face. I never asked for this, but it ju- it showed me that being classy and real does bring you far. A natural treasure that you would never forget. Watching the clock, counting down to the last second, waiting to leave. It's that type of feeling you will remember, the ending of a decade entering a new one. Half of that decade was when you were in school and now you are moving on. That will be, there will be specific moments you will look back on your life and smile. And then there will be those moments you will be glad that you got to experience it. I always had to plan ahead. I was always that way. Right now I'm working on my bachelor's in logistics. I already have my associates in logistics. My goal is to get my master's and, and PhD in logistics. 
I always love logistics. I love organizing and figuring out how everything came come how everything comes together. Within an industry there is logistics. Whatever is around the corner, I am always ready for it. I started college when I was a senior in high school. I did dual enrollment. I will always be a year ahead because I started college early. Life is too short to wait. Do it now. For the last three years, I've been battling my health. Some of the things I could do, I have a hard time doing stuff that I used to do, and then stuff I could do, I can't do anymore. I've also been losing my hair. Part of it was my fault. I would dye my hair, but not every week. I have an air deficiency, which is normal, but mine was affecting every part of my body, including my hair. My air deficiency is now mild, but I still battle with it because I lose more blood than what my body can replace. I have a mass in my lower left jaw and abdominal area. I have eternal hemorrhoids. I can't eat gluten without getting sick. Even taking medication makes me sick. I'm not sharing this for sympathy. I'm sharing this because all the waves that crash to the shore only last for a while. The storm will subside soon. I am just in the middle of it. So many things happen at once, it, it does become overwhelming and a lot to take in. I'm thankful for the Lord, my family, my husband, his family, all my friends, and everyone who listens to my podcast. Without you, life would be three times much harder. Anything can happen at any age. We need to stop putting an age on everything. You don't need to be a certain age to experience certain things like a disease or normal things that any female goes through. I think when we are young, we should be taught the process of what a female body goes through instead of learning when we are older. I get that talking about certain things is uncomfortable, but every girl at that point of time will think something is wrong when they didn't know that it's normal. Instead of being taboo about everything and freaking out, we should educate everybody because this is the normal process for a female body and that certain things will happen at a later age and sometimes it can happen at an early age. Instead of telling someone their symptoms don't match or they don't look like they're sick or they're too young to go through all this. How about for once you just listen, take a step back, and realize that the majority of us go to the doctor for help, not just for the sake of it. You shouldn't be ashamed of that you stand out, that you see through people's lies, and you don't put up with their crap. People will act funny because I know you can see right through them. You have boundaries and you won't be treated any less. The love thorns aren't something that is dark. It's the skin that molded throughout all the years of all the hell you went through. You walked through hell with a smile on your face. With the Lord on your side, you knew this would end. You found strength in Him. The love thorns you have, you know better now than in the past. It was a difficult journey, but you got through it. 
in everyone's face too. You won't let no one treat you no other way. If they don't respect you back, or they try to start drama behind your back, you have the right to leave. They can complain and say, well, my turnover rate is high. I wonder why. It doesn't matter if you're a boss or not. Employees want to be treated with respect, not like a robot. I get a company needs to run, but there is a way to run it. There is a way to keep everyone on board. Sometimes things happen when we are not on break. But you can't give a statement, well, you should have taken care of that when you were on break. You have unexpected things happen, and there's nothing you can do about it. But how you treat your employees can either break or make the situation better. They may not like it, but at the end of the day, you have to stand up for yourself. chose to not go down to the same level when you disrespect me. I will either block or remove you or move on with my life. Life is too short to hold grudges, to be mad or upset. You may not be guaranteed a tomorrow. Enjoy each moment and learn as much as you can because time is short. Unexpected things can happen in life. It may not be fair, but there is a reason for everything. Nothing happens just for the heck of it. There is a reason. at the wrong time sometimes it's a wake-up call it shows you what life should or should not be it shows you what needs to be worked on it gives you a glimpse of what you should not do it shows you what life could be if you put in the work being at the wrong place wrong time isn't always a bad thing sometimes it's the only way to learn a lesson or to see the red flags SLPs during leadership program in JROTC in high school, I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to share my life. Creating this podcast five years ago, I can't believe how far I have come. Everything you do takes a lot of work, but it pays off in the end. I wanted to share things that weren't being spoken. I wanted to share things a lot of people were afraid to speak about, and I wanted to share the good and the bad of what I learned throughout my life. I won't sugarcoat with how I feel. I have known since I was little who I want to be. There will always be a sadness when you have to close a chapter. It won't always be easy. You will want to open it multiple times. Grief never goes away. You just learn to deal with it. You learn to accept what is and to keep moving forward. There will be times where you want to call up this person to hug them or hear their voice one last time. You will wake up at night crying because you miss them that much. When someone tells you one day everything will be okay, eventually everything will be okay, but it will never be the same. There were a lot of people that were afraid to face me. I wasn't a scary person. I just hated drama and people 
hurting anyone because they think they could or they thought it was cool. People would say I would walk with a bitch face, but I am never angry. It's really hard to make me angry. What makes me angry is when people lie to me. That's what makes me angry. Just tell the truth. Stop beating around the bush. It's not that hard. I would rather be told the truth. It may hurt a little bit, but it's better than being lied to or let on. If someone comes up and tells me the truth instead of ghosting me, then everything would be fine. That's all I ask. Truth is better than lies. It saves time and the trouble. I usually get cold very easily, and I still can't help it. I would never change myself with surgery. I love myself even though I am sick. I don't hate myself. It is hard to look at myself in a mirror because of my health. But all of us go through a difficult chapter in our life. Our body will change over time. How we see life will change over time. But that doesn't mean I hate myself. I love myself enough to figure out what is going on and figure out what I can do to help my body. Life gets busy. I get not everything goes as planned. What makes me angry is not that everything goes as planned. It's being ghosted. Just a simple text of, I can't make it, something came up, or can we reschedule? That's all I ask. I don't try to take my anger out on no one. And I am a human being. I'm not perfect. And I don't ask for much either. I do feel bad for the things I said and did. I will admit when I am wrong. I just don't like being ghosted. None of us like it. It's very disrespectful, and it makes it very hard to trust anyone. But each, but there is three sides to a situation. For years, I didn't talk to anyone. I blame myself for years for all the things I went through. Especially everything I went through when I was in high school. Everything that happened my junior year. All I wanted to do was disappear. I didn't care anymore. I didn't want to be seen or heard from ever again. Having multiple targets on your back, all you, all you wanted was to disappear. Nothing you did was good enough. There was always something else. One day you decided to leave and never look back. And that was the best choice you ever made. recently that I had a lot of people who really did care about me, who understood that what I was going through. I didn't care about the bullying and harassment. I was angry at the fact that they went behind my back trying to convince my own parents to join their side. That is what made me very angry. Like, who do you think you are? How would you feel if that was done to you? If you thought that stopped there, it didn't. I was pushed into a desk and other things. But my point is, is all this pain I went through made me realize I wasn't alone. The A-team to me was knowing I wasn't alone, and I changed this for the generations to come.
to tell you this, but you need tough skin to survive in this tough world. I really don't care about the negativity or rude comments because all you're doing is showing your true colors. It's a shame you have to go that low that you can't see the good in life. You hurt yourself more than anyone else. The world is a dark and cruel place. No one prepares you for it. You just learn on your own how to build tough skin. Learn how to be a warrior in this dark world. I was never perfect, but I just beat my mind. Can you believe people will go so far to destroy someone else's life with lies? Someone I knew was about to lose her job because of lies. What made this painful was the fact that this person was going through the same thing I went through at the beginning of the year. I always did what was right. I always took a stand when I went out to win. Saving this person's job, I wasn't doing for look at me. I was doing it because I understood what, was, what they were going through. When this event happened, that's when I lost faith in humanity. It triggered me in the way because I went through the same thing. Our reputation was almost destroyed. And now this person who they hurt was going to lose her job, which I made sure they wouldn't. Words do have consequences and your actions do have consequences. You can blame everyone for what happened, but it's your fault. In the end, you only have yourself to blame. And maybe think about how your actions can affect others before you do it. Crossing the line is knowing where the line is and where it ends. just in the industry of music or writing, but in anything. You get looked at differently. You get treated differently. I guess this is why we were built to have tough skin. We were built to withstand everything. But even though we were built this way, all of us feel like we aren't strong. That we are breaking on the inside. When on the outside we look like we're okay. Women get judged the most as well. But we are here to make a change. when you went down deep deep down you worked really hard to get there when you know deep down you worked really hard to get there you put in the hard work to be where you are People will say someone brought you here, but in reality, you were the only one who brought yourself here. You made a path so that everyone else had it a lot easier than you did. The way the world treated you was unfair, but you still saw it through. You never let one thing stop you. Everything that seemed so simple, it wasn't so simple. You just worked through it. watching to see you fell or they are watching you closely to see what you to see what your next move is you never give nothing away but you can see them a mile away you can see their true colors before they even make a move when they find out that you already knew they wonder how you're not stupid and you won't play the stupid game either 
You always observe without saying anything, and that's how you know the true couple. When you get to the top of this mountain, everyone either turns on you or has nothing to do with you. You have no one to share your success with. You are too busy being jealous, and all you wanted is to have one person to be proud of you. That all your hard work paid off, that you made it. You realize you don't need no one to be proud of you. You need to be proud of yourself and be easy on yourself. No one will will understand what it took to get here, but you did. Now you have a story of how you got here to share. and negative aspects of it. You love what you do, but that's when stalking becomes a problem. I love my fan base. I'm thankful that I am growing, but you also have to remember I am human. I do have a private life. That's why I am so careful of what I post on social media. Everyone will say this is the life you chose. You will take those words back after experiencing what this life is like. I love what I do, and I will never quit. I'm a nice person, but I do have my limits. After graduation, I had so many people ask me why I didn't visit the school. Why should I visit when I am free? I was free from all the targets that were on my back. The one thing that reminded me that I was loved and that a lot of people cared about me was when they called my name to cross the stage at graduation and everyone stood up and cheered for me. I couldn't hold the tears back, honestly. I didn't even want to be in front of all those people. But I knew I was bigger than that. All at once, I knew what my purpose was. I never once questioned it after that day. to prove my innocence, I want to get up and walk away. After that day, I never wanted to resist again. I swore after that day I would stay alone, but I realized I was stronger than that. For years, I was angry. I was pissed. I literally don't use those words, but that's how I felt. They went on with their life like nothing happened, and I was left with a hole in me. I was burned to the core. After that day, I just kept my focus on my education. My love was frozen. Being left alone at prom, I realized I was worth more. I learned that day I would always stand out. I would always be different. Walking away was the best thing I ever did. So many people told me to give him a chance to apologize, give him a chance to explain what happened. And my response was no. If you're going to treat me like trash, then I don't need you. I knew when it was time to go. I didn't cry anymore. I just felt like, I just felt all the built up anger inside of me. I was frozen and nothing could break the ice. I was forever frozen in time. All your life, 
you only asked for one thing, and that one thing was to be heard. Do not be skipped over. You felt like you were a broken record tape that was put on repeat. No one listened to you or noticed you existed. You felt like a ghost every place you went. Your life flashed before you when you didn't ask for the things that were handed to you. You felt like you were being punished for something you didn't do. You just accepted what was and how life was going. should be looking in my future. I think part of the reason why I keep looking at my past is because, you know, what I've been battling with my health, I never considered myself as being sick. And so seeing this new primary doctor, because um, my husband and I were in the, my husband's in the military, and so we move around and we're always going to have new doctors. And I love all my doctors, and they've done a wonderful job, you know. And the the hard part for my doctors is that I have multiple things. I have multiple things going on in my body, not just one thing. And so I understand why it's difficult to diagnose because I have so many things going on, not just one one thing. And so. Um, I was talking to one of my doctors, and when my doctors mentioned to me, she's like, you know, you are a very sick person by everything that you are dealing with. Your, your body is sick, and your body is trying to fight off all this stuff. And, um, and when she said that to me, I, I didn't realize it. And I think part of it was I did realize it, but I didn't want to think about it. I tried to put it in the back of my mind. But, like, every time I would look, look at myself in the mirror, it just reminded me of the battle I've been facing for the last three years. And so when I've been having, like, these flashbacks, these flashbacks were, like, the time where I wasn't sick and I had all this energy and I wasn't tired all the time and I wasn't sick and... I could eat whatever I wanted and not 
get sick, you know, and now, like, I, I cannot even eat meat anymore without getting sick, um, I'm to the point where it doesn't matter what I eat, I just get sick, like, it makes me sick, um, and then medication makes me want to vomit, um, and I'm not gonna lie, it's a very scary situation to be in, because you really don't know what to do, you don't know what to expect, and you want it to end, you want the cycle to end, but you know it's something you're probably gonna be dealing with the rest of your life, you know, and I think that's the sad part, the sad part is, you know, like, could I have, could I have caught this earlier to where my body didn't have to go to the certain lease of struggling, you know, but then when I, but when I think about it even more, I realize that there, there's no way I could have caught this earlier because I was healthy. I wasn't sick. I didn't have all the problems I had until after I had COVID, you know? And, you know, the way I look at, on COVID is, and I feel bad for all the people who died with COVID. Um, it's a scary disease, and anybody who's ever had it, I, I feel bad for you because I've had it, and I almost died from it. Um, but the good part about COVID for me, and I don't mean this in disrespect or anything like that, but the good part for me when I had COVID was it brought all this to the surface. All these other underlining problems I had, it brought it to the surface. Um, because if I didn't have COVID, I don't think any of these problems would have come to the surface like it did, you know. And, um, you know, I've always thought that COVID was the, the bigger problem and the the, the cause of all my problems, but the Dodgers are like, no, um, COVID brought it to the surface, but it's not the main cause of all your problems, which kind of sucks, because, like, like I said, I have multiple things going on, but that makes you wonder, like, it really makes you wonder, like, what does COVID do to you afterwards, because, that's what a lot of people don't realize is that when you have COVID, it really changes everything that you thought you were before. Like before you had all this energy and you were never tired and um, you didn't feel weak. But then after COVID, even, even after you're over it, you're constantly tired and you're weak and you're struggling. And so, you know, looking back, you know, I'm very thankful for my life. I am. I'm thankful for all the memories. I'm thankful for all the people in my life. All of them. It doesn't matter if we, if I had to remove them and we had bad moments. I love all the people that were in my life because each person had good had good moments and bad moments, and I'm thankful for everything. And I'm thankful to be where I am. And I know a lot of people are like, well, you need to stop being too positive, and you need to, you know, I am who I am, I love who I am, and I'm not going to change who I am, I'm not going to change my personality, I'm not going to change how I see things, I am thankful for the life I've got to live, I am thankful for the good and bad moments of my life, I'm thankful for the lessons I've learned, and the lessons I continue to learn, I'm just, I'm thankful all around. And I am thankful that I have God and that I am a Christian because 
if I didn't have God, I don't think I would be able to get through half the stuff I've been going through. But my life hasn't been easy either. I know a lot of people have told me, like, you make everything look easy. But it wasn't easy. It took a lot of work. It took a lot of strength. And, um... I enjoy making these podcasts because, or segments, because I know there are people out there who are struggling, who don't know what to do, who feel awful, um, who are trying to find answers, or who feel like they're alone. And so making these segments, um, I'm not just making them about my life, I'm making them to those people out who feel like they're alone or don't have answers or don't know where to go next. You're not alone. And sometimes it takes a little longer to get those answers. It sucks, but sometimes it has to take a little longer to get those answers because maybe you don't realize it, but the bigger picture is coming into focus. Like with my situation, we are getting very close to figuring out what's making me sick and what's what's causing me to have all these problems. I mean, it sucks um, that it took so long, but I realize now that maybe the reason why it took so long was because um, God wanted me to focus on the bigger picture, not the smaller picture, you know. It's cool how God works in your life um, when you least expect it, you know. And I, I credit God because I wouldn't have been able to get through all the stuff I've been through in my life if he wasn't in my life. And I'm thankful he's in my life because he's gotten through Excuse me, sorry. Um, through everything. I was yawning, so I'm sorry about that. But um, I'm very thankful for everything a lot of people in my life, um, not just passing away, but, um, removing people from my life, um, I have a small group of friends, and, you know, I would rather have a small group of friends and have a big group of friends, because, you know, I'm to a point in my life where I, I, I don't give a damn about trauma, I don't want to be part of it, I'll remove myself, and, it becomes difficultly hard, especially if it, if it involves family members, um, and it becomes very toxic. Um, you know, I've I had to learn the hard way to remove them. I mean, I don't want to, but I have to because it's it's not hurting them; it's hurting me. It's hurting my mental health and my and it's just it's very toxic. And so, removing all these people from my life, um, you know, I wish them the best and I love them, but, you know, there comes a point in your time where you have to put yourself first. I know the majority of us was raised to um, put ourselves last and to please everybody else, but you kind of learn later on in life that when you put everybody before you, 
um, you're hurting yourself more than you're helping yourself. Um, I know you mean well, and I know you want to mean well to your family, to your friends, to your co-workers, but there comes a point in your life where you have to put yourself forward, and you have to put yourself first, because if you don't, you're the one who's going to hurt in the end, and it sucks, but that's just how it is, and I know a lot of us have always wanted, like, this big group of friends, and... I realized later on in life that I would rather have a small group of friends than a big group of friends. You know, I would rather walk alone than to walk the, walk in the crowd. It sucks, but you know, I'm a I'm an honest person. I tell the truth and nothing but the truth, and I always do what is right. You know, I'm not going to say that I'm perfect because I'm not. I've lied. I've hurt people. I've said things I wish I didn't have, I didn't say or did, you know. I have a past, and part of my past, I'm not happy about it. But I choose to share everything about myself and what I went through and what I learned because I want to help people, and I want other people to realize that, you know, you're human. And don't be too hard on yourself. Because you're human and you made mistakes just like everybody else. And I'm thankful for each person that was in my life. Because they showed me the good side and the bad side. And they showed me things about myself that I didn't know, you know. And there's always going to be good and bad moments in your life, you know. Um, but, but don't be too hard on yourself. Because we're all human and we all make mistakes. So these three episodes, um, I'm getting very um, raw when it comes to what I've been doing for the last three years. So the first thing um, I want to share first um, is an episode called, or a segment called, um, Storm is Coming. And what this segment is about is the fact that I've been gaining weight to the point where I look like I'm pregnant, but I'm not. I've been explaining to doctors, um, you know, they have maybe been taking pregnancy tests, which always come back negative, or they tell me to um, exercise to lose weight. But the interesting thing is I've been exercising, I've been eating healthy, um, I've been doing what they've been telling me to do, and I'm gaining weight, and I look like I'm pregnant. And I can't wear the stuff I used to wear. Um, I can't even look at myself in the mirror. Um, I know a lot of people will be like, it's just a mirror and it's just weight. But in reality, it's not just weight. It hurts. Um, Because of this unexpected weight gain that I really didn't do, um, it hurts to bend over. It hurts to sleep. it's painful and when I mean like I gain weight I'm bloating to the point where the bloating looks like I'm pregnant even though I'm not and um you know when I was younger I never like I never had any problems with like my body 
I never had problems with um, my weight. Um, but like before 2021, I was I never missed a day. I was never sick. After 2021, I've been constantly sick. Um, I had COVID in 2021. I had the original strain, and I almost died. Um, I was almost put on the ventilator. Um, I've come close to dying three times in my life. The first time I ever came close to dying was um, my organs shutting down. The second time was being knocked unconscious, um, having a door slammed in my face, and then um, the third time is having COVID. But it wasn't until after COVID was when I started noticing I was having weight gain. Um, the reason why I know it's bloating and it's not really weight gain is because my normal weight is 120. And I'm up to uh, 125. And so I, I'm, I've been gaining weight constantly. And I've been eating healthy. I've cut a lot of stuff out. I had H. pylori to the point where um, I can't have anything gluten. Um, everything that I eat is raw. I mean, not raw, but um, can't have seasoning. Um, everything has to be um, plain, which sucks, but that's just how it is. Now I'm to the point where I can't even eat red meat without getting sick. And I can't take um, acid slash heartburn medication or iron pills without getting sick. Um, and it's extremely scary because, you know, you go from being healthy and now you're battling your health. And it's a constant battle. Um, I was told by the doctors that I have an iron deficiency, um, which... Uh, is treatable but they're trying to figure out what's causing me to have iron deficiency which I think part of it is because I have abdominal endometriosis I have a rare type of endometriosis that's eating my abdominal wall and it started in my abdominal wall it didn't start in my reproductive system which is really throwing the doctors off because the doctors um because most most of the times endometriosis starts in your um in your reproductive system but my reproductive system is healthy. But my abdominal wall, I have three holes. And it's, it's, a really, it's extremely painful. Um, but especially the weight gain. Like, I have to wear oversized t-shirts. I can't wear, like, jeans or pants because it's, like, it puts pressure on my stomach. Um, but, like, my stomach hurts constantly. Or I should say my abdominal wall, excuse me, hurts constantly. And, um, you know, I never, like, was ashamed of my body because I love my body. And I do care about my body. And I feel comfortable in my skin. But, like, having this weight gain, I I haven't been really wearing much, I haven't been wearing many dresses, tank tops, shorts. um, Because, in a way, I do kind of feel, like, ashamed of my body, even though it's not my fault and it's not something I can control, um, it's just hard and it's it's mentally hard because I went from, you know, looking healthy to now people questioning like why I'm been gaining weight, which is not really their business, but 
um, it's very noticeable in public. And every time someone sees me, I always get questioned, you know, are you pregnant? Now, don't get me wrong. Like, I have no, like, anger or hate towards anybody. Um, because, I mean, you know, they don't know that I'm dealing with a health battle, you know. They don't know that. They, they assume that I'm pregnant. And it, sometimes it gets kind of tiring and it gets kind of old when people ask you if you're pregnant and you're not, you know. But, you know, I'm respectful to them because, I mean, I know they don't mean any harm. And, you know, it's not their fault. They don't know, you know. But, but when a doctor tells you, well, you, you might be pregnant or you need to lose weight, then that's when it really hurts the most because it's like, you know, like, I'm not pregnant. I've been tested a million times and it's come back negative. Um, you know, my husband and I, we don't want kids. Plus, I can't have kids. Um, I just, my body can't handle having a kid. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not pregnant. And the weight gaining part, I've been exercising. And um, the results haven't changed. It's just getting worse. And it's a lot harder to do, for me to do normal things because of it. This is going to be another long podcast, so I hope you don't mind. There were some things I wanted to share that was on my mind. So, the last couple of months have been very um, interesting. And one of the things I want to mention first is that I am a Christian. And... I believe everything happens for a reason. And I don't blame God whatsoever for what I've been through because there was a reason for it. Life does get tough, it does get hard. Life is not always going to be butterflies and rainbows. If life was butterflies and rainbows, um, I don't think we would be learning anything. And the reason why I say this is because I've been told. You know, multiple times, like, well, you know, put everything in God's hands and trust Him. And I do trust Him. And I do put everything in His hands. But I am allowed to have feelings. I am allowed to share what I'm going through. I am allowed to be scared. I'm allowed to be worried. I'm allowed to be sad. I'm allowed to be angry. I'm allowed to feel those emotions. God didn't give us God didn't give us emotions just to be like a robot and not have emotions. He gave us emotions for a reason. And so, you know, don't tell me, okay, well, you need to stop worrying. You need to stop being sad. You need to stop being angry and put everything in God's hands. I can put everything, I can put everything in God's hands and still be worried, sad, scared, angry. Because I am a human being and I have the right to feel my emotions. I have the right to share what I am going through. Everything that I have shared, I'm not sharing it for sympathy. I'm not sharing it as a pity. I'm sharing it because there are people out there who may be going through something a lot darker than what I'm going through. 
or they may be going through something similar of what I'm going through. And if I can help them and show them that they're not by themselves, then that's what matters. I want to help other people, and I want other people to know that not, that they are not by themselves. Because sometimes when you get into a situation, you feel like you're by yourself. You feel like you are zoned out. You feel like it's your fault. You feel like everything that's happening to you is because of what you did in your past. Or you're being, um, you know, everything that is in your past has come back around and now you're being affected from your past. I do believe that things do come around. But sometimes there are things in your life that you didn't cause. And it is out of your control. And there are things in your life that happen that you think that is your fault, but in reality, it's not your fault. It's just something that you have to go through. There will be storms. There will be heartaches. There will be pain. But that's just how it is in life. You know, um... I think we should just be thankful for the good moments that we have because those are the moments that matter the most. Not the negative, not the angry, but those good moments. Because without those moments, we would not be where we are right now. You know, this world is a very, very, very dark place. I don't think, um, you know, it's going to get any better. It's going to keep getting worse. And being able to share my life through my podcast or writing books has been an honor because everything that I write, I have a good intention to it. Everything I've done in my life, I've always had good intentions. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm definitely not perfect. I've made mistakes. I've hurt people. Um, I've said things I probably shouldn't have said, and I did. But that's being a human. You grow and you learn from your mistakes, and you become a better version of yourself. You know, I think a lot of us, I think, get stuck in our past. Because we wish we could have changed our past. We wish we could have undone some of the things that we did. But think of it this way. What if those things that didn't happen in your past, would you be where you are today? Would you be on the road that you are today? No, you'd be somewhere different. Everything has led you to this point in your life. And... I think the hardest battles is what created tough skin, is what created that armor or that shield that you have. Because now now you're in a point in your life where drama doesn't bother you anymore. Negativity doesn't bother you you anymore. Um, People being rude to you doesn't bother you anymore. Like, you're at the point in your life where, you know, it just, you're shocked, but it doesn't bother you. Because here's the thing, when people are rude to you, disrespect you, talk shit behind your back, 
It's because they are jealous. They're envious of you. There's something about you that they hate. And they can see that light of yours. And don't let them dim your light. Because they will try to. They will try to make your good day into a bad day because they're upset or they're angry. Don't let it bother you. And it's hard. Don't get me wrong. It is hard. It's hard to keep having a good day when someone, you know, tries to ruin it. But you know what? In the end, they're only hurting themselves. They're not hurting you. They're hurting themselves because they want to be negative. They want to hurt everybody around them. They want to burn every bridge around them. And in the end, they have no one to blame but themselves. But, you know, they're going to switch the story around and say it's your fault. Um, I can't make friends or do whatever because this person made my life the way that it is. But in reality, they are the ones who made their life the way there is. They had every choice. And some of the choices they made were not good choices. And I'm not here to judge or criticize. Because if I judge or criticize somebody, I'm also criticizing and judging myself. But that also doesn't give you the right to treat people like shit. Or like trash. That doesn't give you the right to criticize their body. To criticize anything that doesn't give you the right a story I wanted to share um, when I was so my junior year of high school I was in a situation that I never thought in a million years I would ever have to encounter but in hindsight looking back I'm thankful that it happened I'm not going to give this person's name um, because the privacy and I respect their privacy but I'm sharing this story because I'm trying to make awareness of what's going on in today's world so this person almost lost their job and not only if this person lost their job they would probably never be able to have this job ever again or ever find a job ever again if this actually happened so the situation I was put into, I, it's kind of interesting how it happened because administrators um, kind of left it up to me to decide whether or not this person should keep their job or not. And at the time, I didn't really understand why they were putting it in my hands because it wasn't my decision, you know, it wasn't my, you know, like, there were, you know, it wasn't in my hands, so I didn't really understand, like, why they were putting it in my hands, but I realized the reason why was because I had enough information that would, um, save this person's job. Now, when I say save this person's job, um, this person never did anything wrong. They didn't. They were just doing their job like any other person would do. But what was interesting about the situation was this person or the, the, um, this group of people that was going after this person was also went after me and tried to destroy my reputation and try to get me in a whole lot of trouble. And so, and the thing about it was I heard rumors like before this happened, like I heard rumors that um, the majority of the people in the school were going to try to get this person fired. 
And, you know, you can't believe rumors, but for some reason, something inside me told me, like, this is going to happen, and I need to step in and do something about it. Because I was one of those people that I always stood up and did what was right. Even though half the time I walked alone by myself, but, you know, I would rather do what was right than what was wrong. So, you know, I... So, when I was talking to these um, higher-up people, the principal and the... um, second I think the secretary I think it's the secretary of the school it's one of those people but anyways when I was talking to them you know I made it very clear that this person didn't do nothing wrong and that they were doing their job and because of this person if it they didn't if they were not there this school would not have been safe and half the stuff that we got to do we, we would not be able to do and so his nose and so this person really made a difference in this school and I had so I had nothing against this person um when I was 13 I was sexually abused by someone that I, I am not related to and for years I had a hard time being around men it didn't matter if they were nice and stuff like I did not want to be around any men um, because of what I went through, because I wasn't just sexually abused, I was also physically abused and um, assaulted, and so it was hard for me to be around any men. Now, I've come a long way, you know, I'm married, and I'm happily, you know, married, and I love my husband, and I'm happy to be with him, but um, this was only like three years after when I was in high school, about, well, six years after when I, when this event came up, and so... Um, you know, I didn't have nothing against this person. It's just, you know, what I went through, it made it hard for me to be around men. That's just how it was for me. And so, when I was standing up for this person, I was standing up because I was doing what was right. And I also understood what they were going through because they were going through almost the same thing that I went through the beginning of my uh, junior year. And so, after um, everything was um, ex- um, was done, they gave me the opportunity to tell the person, and you know, in person, what the verdict was and um, what was going to happen afterwards. So I was making my way out into the auto- the atrium, and. This feeling came over me, and and I don't mean this in like disrespect to the person, but it had nothing to do with him. It was more of, I was angry, but I wasn't angry at the situation. I was angry at the fact that what happened to me is now happening to this person, because this, this person actually stood up for me in my situation and had my back in this uh, in situation in a similar situation that I was in. So me standing up for this person who, who stood up for me, um, I, I felt very angry, but not at him, but at the fact that, you know, this happened to him and he didn't deserve it. So I go out there and like the whole faculty and staff are out there. And the first thing I say to them, and I mean this in the bottom of my heart, was that I wasn't doing this 
for me. I wasn't doing this, oh, look at me. Like, I did this out of respect, and I did this out of what was right. And I, and one of the things about this situation that really made me angry was the fact that I went into hiding. So, to give a little bit of background of why this really, like, hit me in a way that really made me mad was the beginning of my junior year I was bullied and I was harassed um and these uh people try to convince like the whole school to take their side in the situation now don't get me wrong I was annoying and I had my moments you know I am a human being I'm not saying I was a I was a perfect friend because I was not but they hated me and they were jealous and so they um what really struck the chord with me wasn't really the bullying and harassment. I didn't care. Like, I've been bullied all my life. I had targets in my back all my life. I really didn't care. What really made me mad was that they went behind my back and tried to convince my own family to join their side. That is what struck the chord with me. And really um, burned me in a really deep way. And it really pissed me off because it was just disrespectful. And so, of course, the school um, looked at the security cameras and all this stuff and then the whole investigation. And the whole investigation proved that I was telling the truth, that I wasn't lying. And, of course, they changed their story, like, every 30 times, whatever, you know. And they got in a lot of trouble. And at this time, um, bullying became a, um, a crime in Georgia. So now they had a second offense against on their record now for bullying because bullying became an offense. And so I went into hiding. I didn't want to be around nobody. I was really pissed off. I just, I, I, didn't, I didn't give a shit anymore. I just wanted to graduate and leave because that's how pissed off I was. And I knew the faculty and staff were there for me, but I just didn't want to be around anybody. So when I was pulled into the situation of uh, this faculty member that I had, um, that was about to lose her job, I was very pissed. But not because of him or the situation. I was pissed because it was a similar situation that I just went through at the beginning of the year. And I was pissed because, like, this person didn't deserve it. He did not deserve to go through what I went through at the beginning of the year. So I was standing in front of him, you know, and I'm about to give him the verdict. And I'm trying so hard not to be angry and not to cry, but it's very overwhelming because it's just, it brought back flashbacks of what I just went through. So, and, you know, all the faculty staff are around me, so I'm looking at, at all the people, including him, and the first thing I say before I say anything is, you know, I was like, look, I just want to say thank you for all of you being there for me. Because I know you were there for me. I know you cared about me. And I'm sorry if I came off in a way that was disrespectful or rude, which I wasn't. I was just in hiding because I was pissed and I was angry. I was upset and I needed time to myself. And this situation really just triggered me in a way because I went through something very similar at the beginning of this year, which was not right. And so then I went into, so you get to keep your job. And I said, the reason why I stood up for you was because you stood up for me. But also, I've seen what you've done in this school. I've seen the difference that you made in the school. Now, by the way, I was in peer mediation. And the thing about this school was my freshman year, there was a lot of fights, a lot of lockdowns. Um, it 
The school became a part where it became very dangerous and a lot of people left. And I was I was going to leave because, um, I mean, I had a book thrown at me, a textbook thrown at me. I had a bottle thrown at me for no reason because um, a huge fight started in the cafeteria. And so we had a new whole new administration that came in my sophomore year. And because of them, the school became a lot safer. So when I was in permeation training, the school, the high school that I went to had over 2,000 fights my freshman year. You know how many fights it had my sophomore year? 600. Now, yeah, that's a lot of fights, but it, it became a whole lot better than it was my freshman year. And why was that? Because we had a whole new administration system. So moving forward to my junior year, you know, um, and standing up for this person, this person really made a huge difference in this school and they did not deserve to lose their job. And so, and I told him, you know, that you're going to be, um, you're going to move up to the next rank. I'm not going to say what that is, but, um, but, you know, and I said, you know, in this situation, you know, I didn't stand up for you just for the heck of it. I stood up for you because you have made a difference in this school. If it wasn't for you, the school would not have been safe, and we would not be able to do half the stuff that we've been able to do. And a few weeks later, I went to the principal because I forgot to say something, and it wasn't really anything that was like any, like, it wouldn't have changed anything. But I went to the principal, and I told the principal, I said, I, I forgot to tell you this, but, like, I heard rumors a few weeks before this all happened that they were trying to fire him and whatnot, and I didn't know if you knew, and I just wanted to make you aware. And she said, we knew. We definitely knew. And I found out that the same people who tried to um, get me in a lot of trouble tried to get this person in a lot of trouble. And I... I, I mean, I've never been so pissed off in my whole entire life because actions have consequences. You can't treat people any way you want to and think that you won't get away with it because your actions will catch up with you. The bed that you made, you will sleep in. And I don't think a lot of people really understand that when you graduate high school, that record of yours follows you for the rest of your life. That second offense that you have on your record never comes off it will always be there for the rest of your life and so that's why it's so like important in high school to keep a clean record because that follows you for forever and the reason why I'm sharing this is because in today's world it just seems like actions don't matter. Consequences don't matter. People will do whatever the hell they want to to destroy the other person, to hurt the other person, to make them have a miserable life. And it shouldn't be that way. One wrong stare, one wrong statement, you're canceled. Or you get called out or whatever. Like, when did it not become okay for us to share how we felt? To have our own beliefs. Because I don't have the same belief as you doesn't mean that I don't like you. It's just I have my own beliefs. Doesn't mean that I won't respect you. Of course I will respect you. Unless you give me a reason to not to, you know. This world has become a very sad place. A very sad place. 
and it's just sad because it's like we're all allowed to be our own way we're all, we're all allowed to have our own beliefs we're all allowed to dress a certain way like it does not matter you know i for years i you know i support a lot of people and you know i support people who stand up for each other especially because first of all bullying is not bullying should not even happen but there are some stories i have read where the victim has been painted as the bully and the bully was painted as the victim when there was clear evidence that the victim was the not the bully but the bully was the victim when i was in elementary school see when i was abused this happened my last year of of elementary school sorry not middle school and I'm not going to lie, I had a lot of teachers that I did not like, that I felt a strong a strong opinion against. Um, some of these teachers really hated me. Um, they thought I was a troublemaker. And when I was, see, my fifth, in fifth grade, my whole world flipped upside down because I was sexually abused by somebody that I was not related to. And... People who were bullying me, the teacher took their side. I was the one that was um, painted as a troublemaker. Now, did I do some questionable stuff? Yes. But here's the thing. When the teachers got in trouble by my parents, because, you know, I told my parents what happened. I told them that I just wanted to be homeschooled because I had enough of being treated the way that I was treated. These teachers, you know, apologized. But the thing was, you don't really, you didn't give a shit. You never gave a shit about me. So don't come up and apologize to me when you're the one who got in trouble. No. I I don't want to hear your fucking apology. Like, you could treat me with respect and actually listen to me when I was being bullied. But did you? No. You took the bully side and told and made me feel like I... And gave them the right to keep bullying me because, of course, you didn't bully me because I was the black sheep. So no. Don't apologize to me because... Your apology is empty. And then when I got into middle school, um, I had a counselor who tried to um, expel me from school. For I didn't even do anything. Um, some person made up lies about me, and she believed the person that was telling the lies. And I almost got in a lot of trouble. And I actually ended up going to the principal's office. And I didn't tell my parents because... I didn't know what to say, but I went to the teacher who, um, and I explained to her what happened, and she took my side, and she reported the principal and the counselor, and that counselor, the only option she had was to retire. She was not allowed to go back the next year. Actions have consequences. I also had several teachers when I was in school who tried to fail me, even though I passed their class, and I had receipts. And I actually had to go in front of the Board of Education twice because of these teachers. Look, I'm not saying all teachers are bad. They're not. Most teachers have a purpose and they care about their students and they want their students to succeed. Now, don't get me wrong. I had a lot of good teachers too. And I loved them. 
and I was thankful to have them when I was in school. I only had a very few bad teachers. But my point is, is that if the school doesn't believe you, the teachers don't believe you, trust me, it's not because of you. It's because they see something in you that they don't that they don't want no one else to see. And the bad part is, is that you know, there like I said, every place you go is gonna be a bad apple. You know, that's just how it is. Now, don't get mad at every administrator <clears throat> or at every school because not everybody is bad. There's only a few bad apples. And I support the teachers. I support <coughs> I support everybody. Because that's who I am. I believe see when people hurt me, <clears throat> I don't hurt them the same way they hurt me. Now it is difficult because I know a lot of people will be like, well, if you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you the same way. Well, here's the thing. If you hurt them the same way, then you're not being the bigger person. And sometimes it sucks to be the bigger person, but in the end, it's better to be the bigger person than not. And I always choose to be the the bigger person because in the end, they're the ones who are going to look stupid, not you. Now, sometimes there are situations where you do have to stand for yourself and you have to tell them where you stand. Because if you don't, they will walk all over you. You know, and everything that I have written, especially like July 13th. um, So I'm going to go into detail of what I've written so far and what each podcast means behind, if that's good with you guys. So... July 13th is a very, very specific um, situation that I went through. There was this person that I had a crush on my freshman year. And he would always... I, I, I don't know how to put like play like the, um, like the game of like, well, I like you by like somebody else type of game. And, you know, I was nice to him. It wasn't like I was mean to him. But, like, you know, I got used twice by this person. And, you know, I try to see past it. Because I am one of those people that I do try to see past the situation. And so my senior year, he, t- he texted me out of the blue. I don't know how he got my number. Well, he found me on Facebook and then he texted me out of the blue. And we talked for, like, a couple months, and then his mother passed away. And, look, I understand, like, when someone close to you that passes away, it's difficult and it's hard. And I respect that. I have nothing against that. But what I do have a problem with was this person um, ghosted me. They, like, blocked me on all social media, ghosted me. And he had to tell my friend to tell me that he got engaged. Like, you couldn't tell me in person. Like, if you would have told me in person, I'd be okay with that. Like, just give me some explanation. Like, you went eight months without talking to me and didn't give me an explanation. Like, that's the problem I had. I didn't have a problem of the fact that your mom passed away. Like, I'm sorry that she passed away from cancer. I'm sorry that, you know, because having a parent pass away is hard. I mean, I've never went through it. I mean, I've had my grandparents pass away. 
you know, and I've had friends pass away. I can't imagine having a parent pass away at the age that he was, you know, like, that would be hard. So I'm not, I was never against that. Like, I told, I, I understand that. What I don't respect is the fact that you went behind my back, blocked me, and then got engaged, and then had to tell my friend because you were too scared to tell me. Like, that's what I had the problem with. So when I was writing, writing about July 13th, I was writing about the fact that, you know, everybody has a reason for doing something. And all of us are human. All of us make mistakes. And more than likely, he does regret what he did, you know, and he really didn't mean to hurt me the way that he did. And, you know, we're all human. We all grow up and we learn from our past mistakes. And so when I was sharing July 13th, I wasn't sharing it to hurt him. And I wasn't sharing it to hurt anybody else. I was sharing it of what I learned and what I have grown from. Because every experience you go through, you learn and you grow from it. You know, maybe in that time, you know, you're pissed off and it's hard to learn. But later on down the road, you will learn and you will grow from those experiences. Same thing, um, you know, I shared about being abused when I was 13 by someone I wasn't related to. It took me years to get to the point where I was comfortable enough to share what I went through. What, and I was comfortable enough to share that, you know, life is not always going to be easy, you know. So everything that I write, and I want to make this clear, but like everything that I write and I share has good intentions. I'm not, sh- everything that I share is not to hurt somebody else. It's not to um, have sympathy or pity. It's the lessons I learned in my life and how I bettered myself and and this is why I am who I am today. I'm not going to sit here on my podcast and blame everybody because I made mistakes too, okay? I hurt people. I have said things I wish I didn't have said. I've done things I wish I didn't do. And you know, every person I've met in my life, I'm very thankful that I got to meet. I'm very thankful that they were in my life for the time period that they were, you know, and I'm thankful to know their story. And, you know, it was sad that they had to go, but that's how, that's how life is. And the people that I dated, I have no harsh feelings against the people I dated. I have no harsh feelings against the people who hurt me, who backstabbed me. Like, I have no harsh feelings for nobody. Because, you know, I, I try to put myself in people's shoes. And over the years, I started to realize that maybe the reason why the people who bullied me was probably because they were going through something dark at home. Because sometimes that happens. People are going through something dark and they don't know how to express it. They don't know how to get through it. And so... They don't really mean to hurt other people. It's just they've been shut out. They've been ignored. And so they don't know how to share how they feel. You know, I think a lot of people don't really understand that there are people out there who've cried out for help. Who've tried to get help and every time they got, every time they asked for that, they got shut out. They got ignored. Or they were not believed. So... You know, not everyone is against you. Not everyone has 
bad intentions to you. Sometimes they may be showing you things about yourself that you didn't know that you were doing. And so don't take it the wrong way. You know, I, I hope that everybody that I've encountered in my life is in a good good um, spot in their life and that their life is going well. I, ha- I don't have nothing bad against nobody because time is short, life is short, and you, you shouldn't wish bad upon people because if you wish bad upon people, you're also wishing bad upon yourself, you know, and but like I said before, I'm thankful for every person in my life. I'm thankful for the moments I had with them. I'm thankful for the short friendships that I had with them. You know, I'm thankful for everything. And so, like I said, when I write these stories, I'm writing them from the perspective of what I've learned from each situation. And that, you know, it was a long time coming. But, you know, I'm a lot wiser, you know, and I'm, I've become a better version of myself. You know, life is not always going to be butterflies and rainbows. Now, another thing is I've come close to dying three times. And in those three experiences, you know, and I've, I've had a lot of people close to me pass away in the last five years. And it was sad. It was. And I was scared. But I've learned that, you know, to use your time wisely. Because you may not have a tomorrow. You may not even be here tomorrow. And so that's why I choose to see life in a way that makes sense. You know, I... A podcast I shared a couple days ago, um, the update. So, I love... I love my sister and I love my family. I have four brothers and a sister. It's the six of us total. And I love my mom as well, okay? But you have to get a point you have to get to a point where in your life where sometimes you have to let certain people go. Even if they're family members, you have to let them go because it's not good for you. It's only ruining your mentality and it's ruining your your mental health. It's not going to be an easy decision and it's not going to be easy. You're going to miss those people because you had wonderful memories with them, you know. It's not like you had, it's not always bad memories. You also had good memories. And I choose to look back on the good memories and forget about the bad memories. And it's not that you hate them. You don't hate them. You love them. And you always will love them because they're, they are still part of your life. They're just not in your life. And it's hard. It really is. But you, you have to, you have to do you. I think the longest of time I was trying to please everybody else. I was trying to, and I realized I was hurting myself more than I was helping myself. And so removing people was the best thing for me because now I can love myself and I'm in I'm in a very peaceful place in my life I have a small group of friends I don't need no large group of friends and I have no drama 
and I love I love my peaceful life that I have. I love the small group of friends that I have because that's what matters. You know, and all my friends that I used to have, I have no harsh feelings against you. I I enjoyed every moment that I had with you. You know, I love sharing everything I go through because everything that I go through was a lesson learned or something I would cherish for the rest of my life. So don't ever give up. Don't ever feel like you're by yourself or that you will never make it or you'll never get through something because you will. It may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, but you will get through it. It just takes time. And don't ever feel like you're by yourself, because you're not. Again, I want to say thank you for the support, because I really do mean it. Because without you guys, I, I would not be where I am right now. I wouldn't be able to do what I do. And I'm not doing this for the fame. I'm doing this because I care and because there's a lot of darkness in this world and I want to create more light in this world instead of darkness. And I'm very thankful for the support. It means a lot to me.